yo, yo, forget the next take for five minutes. There's something way bigger and way better coming. All one six like money on the fucking map, you boy. <laughs> disagree will we yeah guess so is there anything more frustrating than when someone says they agree to disagree but you won't give them that they're actually wrong when it's like when it's a fact it's really frustrating so it's like no and like i mean i'm a bit of a know-it-all a bit of a factoid or when you just 100 percent back yourself on a fact and you're just like this happens to me when i'm watching the chase all the time and it's just like adamant just like bark it out and then you just get on your phone and google it and you're just like 100 percent wrong mm. So I remember this massive tangent one night where I thought that the biggest land border in the world was between Brazil and France. Um, Wasn't? I think it might be, eh? You you still sound like you haven't been proven right or wrong. Nah, I need to go over there and get the tape measure out myself, I think, eh? And you got proven wrong and then did you agree to disagree with the Atlas? Yes. Do you still use an Atlas anymore? I use a globe. I like it. Yeah, I've got like this, um, you know, standard size, maybe like basketball size globe. Just sort of, it's really tough to transport that because I'm also taking my abacus around to do, you know, sums, counts, <laughs> uh, counting. Is a like antique globe one of the biggest flexes you can have in your house to let people know you're subtly rich? It's got to be a big one because I had a globe. At, I don't know when, when is something an antique. Because something's vintage when it's over 50 years old. We've talked about this in the past. You're exactly right. So when something antique? When it looks old, but it's actually still premium. Okay. Yeah, guess so. Is That, that, that didn't sound like a bad definition, eh? That just yeah. came off the top. But yeah, I didn't mind Will you that. let me have it? Yeah, I'll let you have it. We'll agree to agree. <laughs> Good. Maybe disagree. I think it's a pretty big flex. I think just any massive globe in general's a pretty big flex. I saw a cool one the other day where you touched the side of it and it opened up and it was a... Um, had all this whiskey inside it. Whiskey. Ah. It was like a cocktail station. Whiskey from around the world. That's, yeah, very clever. Do you know that Africa's the biggest continent? It's I did big, know that. Bigger than Russia and stuff, except on maps, Russia uh, and all these other countries are comparatively the same, not the same size, but like big. Well, Russia's the Just, biggest country, isn't it? Russia's the biggest country. So Africa as a continent isn't really comparing because there's no... There's no um, but country on, is biggest, but on, yeah. But on the map, Africa looks bigger. Africa looks the same size as Russia, but it's actually way bigger IRL. Right. Yeah, there you go. Would you go to Africa? Yeah. You? Yeah. Nah, would you? I'd have to pack a lot of sunblock. Yeah, but you see the ozone layer. Layer? Yeah, the layer. You know, Dr. Evil's layer? <laughs> yeah, where Lex Luthor is. Uh, it's not, there's not the hole in mm. it. Whatever, I don't know what that The Texas sun really... was a lot less harsh. The on... Texan sun? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't actually put any sunblock on when I was over there. And nice. just got a nice olive complexion. Oh, beautiful. Whereas yeah. here, it's more like lobster complexion, I'd oh, say. It's cloud burn, it's wind burn, it's all types of burn. Middle like... of winter, it's frost burn. Mm, fluorescent lights? Yeah. They can burn you? I can burn... If I doze off in the backseat of a car mm. when I was on a family road trip, I'd get burnt through the glass. Really? Yeah. Can you get burnt through glass? Was it magnifying glass? It was. You're like a little ant. It was just your standard plexi. Yeah, tinted. It's plexi glass. No, that's like plastic, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know anything about anything like manual and handy. Mm. Did I tell you about how I tried to change the um, car light bulb the other day? Oh, it's, the, it's probably the biggest, other than the blades on the windscreen wipers, yep. biggest pain in the ass. I blame, there's a certain person out there, and you'll know who you are mm. if you're a very minute like petite sort of 
YouTuber who does very specific things relating to Toyota Camrys who also listens to the show by chance, you put the low dip beam how to fix bulb video on YouTube and it was the wrong light and you made a real fool of me in front of my family. Oh, uh, and you didn't even drive a Camry, so no, whose was it? it was my sister-in-law's. Oh, okay. And I made the commitment to, I'll take it down for a warrant. Yeah, it failed, cool. Um, I'm going to be a little bit like mechanical and mm. go down. I couldn't even find a repco for a start. I drove halfway across the city and then I went in there and I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Can you just show me where this bulb is? And I had the old bulb. So I got it out all right. Yeah. Changed it all up. Do they do that? Because I've been to some repcos where they don't do that. They don't come out and show you. No, I just needed the bulb. Okay. I didn't even have the car. I was in another car. Okay. I just took the bulb down, but I was like, this is going to be so typical of me mm. to get down there and think I remember what the bulb looked like. Oh, and then and I they just, all look the same. Yeah. They all look the same. So, and, oh no, it, it lights up yellow. And they're like, well, hmm. these are all in packages at the moment, sir. Is that sort of the thing that when you're obviously like a supercar person and you go into somewhere like that, it's like sort of the training, like we just seem so out of our depth going in somewhere like that because I we're not car yourself. people. Well, you've just admitted previously before I started telling the story that you're not mechanical. Is no, there something pl- you want to share? I was talking about plexiglass. Ah. Different thing. But yeah, I am not mechanical. Uh, I'll retract what I just said. I think that there's this sort of thing around cars where they'll just come up to you and start talking about cam belts and um, engines and wheels and stuff. You know, I can't even name wheels. random <laughs> shit. <laughs> steering wheels and no, wheels. Nobody backs themselves to fix things more than car people. Oh, uh, and yeah, and it's just like I, the fact that like what ninety percent of the population, eighty percent, I don't know, don't know shit about cars. Whereas like if a builder's talking to you about like something, you can sort of maybe work out what some of it is through whatever. Uh, but when it comes to cars, I just know nothing. And because it doesn't, it used to be a way to prove that you were manly by being able to fix a car. Yeah. And what's the way now? Does, doesn't need to be a way. Mm. Stay at home, Dad. Yeah, that's manly. Mm. I'd happily do that. Yeah, you need. we need to have a kid first. Need to brush up on my nappy changing duties as well. Uh, still a little bit. Uh, that's still a little sort bit of work. where I draw the line. And breastfeeding. Yeah, well, I could do that. Yeah. Can you produce? I don't know. Uh, what's it called? Um, proving? No, not proving. Is that, that's when you... Like, lactating. Lactating, lactating. What's proving? It's when you uh, go to bake a, a loaf of bread... And you leave it for like six hours for it to for the yeast to prove. It's kneading. No, 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 no. Kneading's when you really, really require something. No, no need, like need, like you knead the bread, like you push it with your. Th- yeah, that's kneading, but then you leave it to prove. It proves itself. Okay. So you know. It. Rises to the rises to the task. Rises to the occasion. Uh, do you think that's where that that expression comes from? Proving. Because you're proving yourself. You, you rise. rise. I think no, because you prove something. So mm. you, you make people realise that it's true. So you, if you prove yourself, then you are making people realise. Do you, you know, prove... It's like, it's like a, like a uh, coming of age or a rite of passage. Mm. What's a good... Have you done a rite of passage before? I feel like it's more of a tribal thing. I've seen a lot of videos in of like African tribes and South American tribes where they have these horrendously painful rite of passages where they do things with like those fire ants. Yeah, they put the hands in the gloves and then you've got to dance to dance the pain away, which medically makes no sense. No, none at all. Or they, what's the testicle one? There's one, this African tribe that does something really intense to each other's balls. That would feel kind of intense having to prove yourself to your family with your testicles. Mm. It's not really mm. paths you necessarily want to cross. Do prove you, you're a man. Do you have to rise to the occasion more if you're named after your dad? Um, probably more, you probably need to do it more if you're yeah. named after your mum as a male. 
Do many males get named after their mums? I don't know. I think it might be a wee bit of a slap, not a slap in the face, but I, I reckon I've met a lot more guys who are named after their dads than women that are named after their mums. It's not a thing in mother-daughter relationships, I don't think, really. No. Nah. Like, have you ever met a, a girl that said, oh, yeah, I go by Junior because I've got the same name as my mum? Mm, not to this day. Uh, if I there's anyone out there, we'd love to hear from you. We would love to. I think that, imagine if you were named after your dad and then you were just like nothing like him. Hmm. That could be interesting. Or far better. Or far better. That could be a real slap in the face for the dad. I think if you are called Junior, you are supposed to have every single one of the same names. So middle name and everything is supposed to be the same to be a Junior. Very bizarre tradition. Yes. Speaking of proving yourself, do you ever line yourself up in the mall or any other sort of populated area. Supermarket? Yep. Take your pick. Warehouse, anything. Even just on the... It's in the mall. Just even on the street. Yeah. Not necessarily. They can be standalone. There's one on Blenheim Road. Thank you very much. Fair enough. Um, and you it's see... an outdoor mall, though. You see it? someone... No, it's a warehouse. Standalone warehouse. Yeah, but it's by Crazy Dave's. It's not a mall. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, agree to disagree. And you see someone who's going clearly slower oh. than you up the front. Do yeah. you awkwardly go for the overtake and then you have that moment where you're sort of parallel with each other and then you go back in? Or do you just beeline it straight or do you hold your distance? Piss bolding. No, I, I put on the burners. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm going past someone, I want to make sure that I'm not parallel with them for more than like a second. So I speed myself up. And then I start to get nervous because I think, what if they catch up to me now? Yeah. What if I diddle around and then I need to go for the overtake again? It happens a lot on the street when there's traffic lights involved. Uh, and you just, like, I, I'm i quite a fast walker and people just dick around. Eh? People bloody... It's the phones. Yeah? It's the phones and the head on the, the rubber necking, the head on the swivel. Yeah. I saw two old ladies walking two Bichons. So in that occasion, through the middle. Yeah, you reckon? And just dog lead... Oh, whoops. Dog lead in each hand as well. And you say, these dogs are coming with me now because they need a bit of workout. Yeah, you could you could do that. Or you could almost try and um, make the dogs spin and walk in a circle and trip them up. And then they're not going to catch up with you. Is that the ultimate time? So I that happened to me recently when I was going to the park. Mm-hmm. And I could see myself approaching. Mm-hmm. And there was damp soil and um, sort of... Just a mulchy lawn off to the side. Mm, freshly mown? Yeah, well, I think it was freshly planted. Oh, jeez. Which makes it even more like you, mm. you sort of can't overtake on the that. Seed. If you could have if you had your um, gardening shoes with the nails in the bottom. Yeah, it's just dis- disrespectful to the homeowner really? who's gone out to replant the lawn on council land as well. So it's not even your not lawn. Not really their job. No, but obviously care about the street. So you yep. sort of owe them the right to say it's thank you a, for your service. Sort of berm. Yeah. There you go. So what did you do? Um, so I awkwardly just got up behind them and just sort of like floundered along okay. behind them for like, because I couldn't really, I didn't really have anywhere to go. This is what sort of brought up that thought. This is when you need to bring in the really exaggerated throat clear. That's rude. <clears throat> that's very rude. Is it? Yeah. Because that's kind of like get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. The same way well, that's that. That's what you sort of want. There's different types of um, horns. Okay. You know, if you're sitting at the light and you someone... You carry around one of those clown horns with you. Or Fubu Yeah. <laughs> if someone's waiting at the traffic lights and it goes green, I just... <laughs> out the window. Have we got a guest? We do. We do. This is... um. This, this is, is Hans Siri, from who, Apple. This is Siri who's going to get uh, exited and I'm going to have a word to him later. Don't interrupt while we're recording. Thank you, sir. Don't say his name. 
because you'll pipe up again. Okay. Very lippy, that individual. We have a very tumultuous relationship. Out of all the times we've sat in the studio and debated topic after topic, he's chose to chime in when we're talking about overtaking old grannies with Bijons. He might actually have a bit to say about it, but we'll leave that for now. So what... You didn't throat clear. You didn't get the Vivizela out. I you, used, didn't, you didn't get the lawn shoes on and go over the freshly sewn. No, I just waited for the opportunity when we came up to... What about a, the road? A different, no, because then, then you look even worse because you go right out mm. and then come, come back the, in front. Put the blinkers on? Yeah, I don't know. I eventually just used it as my opportunity to, to come, come up beside them. Yep. Um, Strike up a combo. And just said, morning ladies, lovely morning for a walk, isn't it? Well, they say, look at this guy. They said, nice dog. Did they? I said, you got a beige on. Did they say it? Did they say it sarcastically? Did that sound sarcastic? Nice dog. <laughs> no, they were like. Or did you just have the lead and no dog? I just said a bag. Or was that when you were taking me for a walk? I said a bag of poo. Oh, where's <laughs> the dog? You, that's when you just got to do the oh, pretend like you've got one somewhere. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't like bichons. No. No, I don't know where their head is and where their tail is because they look like clouds, and they just look they look so clean, but I know that soon. They're not going to be that clean, and they're going to look really grotty and grimy. I rate the dog, the the freshly groomed lap dog, is as nice as the child that comes to sit on your knee that's got a fresh nappy. I just like <laughs> clean, like clean things. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, everyone's going to opt for that though. No one's going to say, oh, "I love it when he comes and sits on my knee and has got shit all in his undies." Or yeah, aren't they? they, might, they might Someone that, out there would. They might say that about you, but yeah. Fair enough. I just don't like dogs that are smaller than a cat. Yeah. You know? A Bichon would be bigger than most cats. Yeah. I'm a former owner. Not a tiger. You didn't have used to have a Bichon. I did. When? When I grew up in my family house. Max, 13 years old, died 2016. R.I.P. And we'll never forget him either. You already have. Yeah. Talk us through about your old family dog, Mac. (laughs) What about him? He was, a loyal, he was a loyal servant to the boys and family for the better part of 16 years. And what no, was it? Yeah. And he ran into a few image crises later in life, didn't he? <laughs> Look, he started balding. So he was a black spoodle. And Hates Bichons, loves spoodles. Bizarre. Spoodles anyway, are good dogs. They're like bigger Bichons. Loyal dogs. Loyal. Stern, but fair. He, yeah, he, so he started patchily going bald. And then he started to get warts all over him. And then he started to get these, like, bleeding gums. And, yeah, he fell on... Speaking of nappies, let's just say he didn't age very well. Didn't uh, age gracefully by the sounds at all. Well, he was... You know, when a dog gets over, like, 13, they start they start to really wear it. Like, you know, you get, like, an older dog that gets, like, the grey beard. And they yeah. look quite cool. But then, after that, that's when they start, like, losing patches of hair... Their teeth start falling out. They get the bleeding gums. The warts. The dags. The dags. The Israels. Yeah, the Israels. But the warts were a real shocker. And um, he used to have rotten teeth as well. Because you can't really pet a dog that's covered in warts. No, you need to get um, some of that green stuff from the sand dunes at Brighton. Mm. Which you rub on them. The slime. Yeah, and we had to brush his teeth as well with chicken flavoured toothpaste. Very nice. Which was not nice for humans. That's, apparently. That's, who would have ever put the two and two together? Very flowery, I felt. But some of his treats were quite nice, to be honest. They're just, they're just almost shittier cuts of meat, and they're yeah, they're just, they're just shit jerky. Mm. You know, who am I to judge? I remember you thinking when I was a the kid, jelly meat on the other side. We used to always dare each other to like eat cat food and think it was the grossest thing ever, and like throwing up in the bin, and like we had to wash our face with flannels and like scrubbing our tongue, and it's like. <laughs> 
it's just a bit of like yucky meat. Yeah, jelly meat's gross though. Jelly meat, the jelly. It's like pate. Yeah, it is like pate, or it's like um, oh, what's that pork stuff that's set in jelly? Pate. Nah, there's some other shit. It's like a bit of grimy meat wrapped in glad wrap. Pretty much, eh? We didn't. We ate tooth toothpaste. Fuck sakes. We ate pet food as adults, though, didn't we? Yeah. Did we? One night after a few too many rums. Yeah. At the dairy. Remember yeah. we opened the can and just started eating it? Mmm. But that was like your premium cat food. That was like the um, dine with yeah. the little fluffy white cat on the front. Mmm. My cats exclusively eat seafood sensation kibble and they will not eat anything What's else. What's kibble? Kibble is munchies. It's like the, yeah. it's the adult name for munchies. You know, when you've got a more discerning mature cat. Um, they literally won't eat. I've tried to put like salmon skin in their bowl and like tuna and all this stuff and they'll only eat seafood I never understand kibble. people that say their pets only eat one thing if you keep filling the bowl up for long enough they will eat it mm, mm. I know someone who feeds their cat boiled egg every morning for breakfast it's quite nice yeah and it has a really nice apparently it's really good for their coats mm. uh, but our cats don't like them like them fried as you can probably tell from the uh, BMI of one of them there's a bit of a bit of a, a bit of ro- rotund fella isn't he bit of a chonkosaurus I got asked quite an interesting question the other day, um, speaking of cats, it's not related to them at all, but would you be, the the term was, the scenario was be a billionaire, but I think that's sort of like, you're going to do most things for that, but would you be, let's say $10 million, but if you want the 10 mil, you have to marry the woman with the longest fingernails in the world, you've seen what she looks like? Yeah. You know, they curl around. They've got veins all, in them, so they can't cut them. Yeah, it's all, that's everyone's go-to fact about it, but it's true. Uh, well, how many more facts can you have? Gee, she goes through the nail files. Hard to wipe her ass. Yeah. Probably. I don't know if that's a fact, though. She could get it done. Might could have good, she? Might have good feet work. Oh. Um, but so you have to marry her for the rest of your life, and you have to be like a doting husband, like a proper husband. She's oh. also got some of the... She's also like pierced to the days. Probably not. might be a bit... No? I'd just get the hedge trimmer out. I'd just get the secateurs out and just snip them. She's gone. She's out the picture. Yeah, yeah, true. 10 mil. Could you get off it? Probably. Yeah. You could get a reduced sentence. Fair enough. But you can't kill her, let's say. You can't kill her... No, is my answer. For a billion dollars. Yes, is my answer. Okay. Oh, well. I'll make the arrangements. (laughs) I'll give her a buzz. I think she's single. Do you think people are funny that wear masks... I'm surprised by that when she hasn't cut her fingernails for a whole life. I was expecting a Victoria's Secret model. Sorry to um, show disrespect to your future betrothed. Yeah, my uh, my ear. Mm. No, that's my my child. That'll be your kid. You That'll be Junior. He's Nick got the Junior. Longest, longest toenails in the world. God, my son would get bullied if I called him Nick Junior. Why? Nickelodeon. I might call my son. <laughs> Nick, I might call my son Nickelodeon. Eh? Nickelodeon's good. Um, do you think people are funny that wear their own face on a mask? Do people do that? I saw someone again at the mall. Why? That was why I wanted to put it to someone who I debate topics with every week. Why would you do that? I think it's stupid. I think it's an overkill. And it's weird because it was the face. What was the face doing? What's the expression? It was just his face. Like it's smiling. No, it looked creepy as. But might I add, he got me. What do you mean he got you? Because I I said, shit, that guy's not got a mask on which that, is a weird shit, thing to even assume anyway shit, that guy's smiling but you know how you instantly just sit like you just whether you judge it or not or i don't really care that much but when you see someone in a mask without a mask now in the world we live in when they're supposed to have one on it's instantly like oh geez that person hasn't got a conspiracy mask conspiracy theorist 
I automatically think conspiracy theorist. Do you? Yep, and I automatically think that they're at the protests. I automatically... Fair. You're allowed to obviously have those opinions. I'll think whatever I like. Thank you very much. Freedom thinker. (laughs) Have you been there, have you? Yeah, I was a week Because you relate relate to them. Was... When you were trying to overtake those two old women, Mm. was the lawn that was freshly sown, was that Parliament's lawn? No. No. Okay. Um, I think with the whole face mask, face face mask thing... You're going to look really frightening because when you smile, your eyes go a bit squintier and you get wrinkled. You know how when you smile, yeah. your eyes change? Or your eyebrows go up. Yeah, but he's going to be walking, or she, is going to be, he? He, she, yeah, he, he. Is going to be walking around with this massive beamer on his face, but his eyes are going to be completely deadpan, so he's just going to look like a serial killer. I often I wonder, wouldn't do it. I often wonder if I see, if I've got a mask on, and I see someone and I smile or something, if they can tell if I'm smiling, but so I'm glad you've clarified that. Yeah, but that's another that's another thing because if you don't overly exaggerate the smile, you look like you're just staring at yeah, yeah, just scrunch your face up like a piece of paper. You're gonna look like you are just staring at them and just maybe want to fight them, or you might look a bit like seedy. Yeah. If you're just staring at someone or like if you look at their kid and start smiling at their kid with a mask on. Do you know what else is quite bizarre is if you're chewing gum with a mask on and okay. it's moving, the cheeks are moving under uh, the mask? Got you. Did you... No, we've already talked about that in the past. I was going to bring up the whole swallowing tooth, chewing gum. Why do I keep mm. saying teeth? I'm just locked onto that pet toothpaste at the moment. Um, stays in your stomach for 10 years. True. You think it's true? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that people that overdo the mask are similar to the people that have personalised plates. It's something that doesn't necessarily need to be that cool and new. And you got somewhere to be? No, no, I don't. <laughs> You're looking at your watch, or you checking your steps? Uh, my heart rate. What is it? Through the roof. Sixty-six. Okay. Not bad. What a minute? An Second. Sixty-six. <laughs> like we we got a rabbit in the studio, eh? Um, continue. Yeah, I just don't. I just think it's one of the sort of thing that you don't need to personalise. And yep. just go really over... But I mean, yeah, get a reusable mask if you want. They're ineffective, but whatever. But I sort of opt for the single-use mask, but on, like, round number 10. Multiple use, so it goes a bit baggy and, like, yeah, just real, damp at the, the front. Yeah, saggy. You can't see the uh, horizontal lines across the front either. Uh, maybe, like, some food stain that seeped through in the middle. Yeah, that's sort of, like, my... Or I just draw my face on one of them. Because <laughs> do you know what I ended up doing the other day? I put a mask on because I just, well, I'm the same as you. I just grabbed the single use one from all compartments of the car mm-hmm. and chuck it on. And I was um, at an appointment the other day and I went to send a um, Snapchat mm-hmm. and I Snapchatted it. And because I was uh, having a, a bit of an eye appointment, they dilated my pupils so I couldn't really see. So I wanted to, again, see what my pupils looked like. Sent it um, to my partner. Then I went back and looked at the photo later, and I had a mask on that I'd actually crushed a spider in my car on. Uh. And so I just had this massive, like, black, like, dripping stain down the side from where the... It was the spider. It was just like that, but, you know, they explode full of pus and all sorts and venom. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just chucked it on, and I was in, like, this, like, sterile medical environment. Probably quite nice. Everyone who works, they would wear, like, nice-ish sort of stuff, like... (laughs) Yeah. And you had that on all day? Well, I had it on for the entire procedure, yeah. It's a lot like a rough, right tat. Is it 
like socially acceptable to tell someone that there's something on their mask because they can't see it like is it obviously some people you can say there's something in your teeth or something you got a bogey hanging out of your nose or something like that is it acceptable to say your mask is a bit dirty i don't think it's appropriate i think you're dirty i don't think it's appropriate to tell someone something about themselves unless they have an opportunity to immediately rectify it well, yeah. I mean, if someone's got something in their teeth, they so can they can fix it, it straight away. But if they need, if they need to have a mask on, like if someone had said that to me in that doctor's office, I don't have another mask. Mm. So it's like, well, we're living. You know, you've made me feel self-conscious, and I have to just sit here knowing now that you know. Mm, I guess it's the same as going up to someone and being like, "Oh, your t-shirt's dirty." Yeah. You know, it's like cool. Your yeah, nail, your nails are a bit long. Yeah, yeah. My love. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you could get her to change her ways and cut them? I doubt it. I feel like if anyone... It's a surgical procedure. If anyone have done... Oh, she can't because of the veins. We've talked about it. True. You could bite them. You could. You could have a wee nibble on them if she was into it. Mmm. Mmm. Ugh. Fuck. Speaking of Disgusting. nibbles, did you... Were you ever much of a winner on the um, popsicle ice cream sticks back in the day? Huge. Huge winner? Huge. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I never won a car or anything, but I remember we, once a friend of mine and myself, when we were in about year seven, we found a real loophole in them. Right. We're talking about the classic, like, dollar, fifty dollar... Pedal pops. Pedal pops, yeah. So we, they were doing a two-for-one thing at the dairy on Waiaki Road, go down, get one each, therefore four, win one, hadn't read the T's and C's, so if you got, because you used to, a lot of the time you'd get, you'd win another popsicle. I think that's all you won, didn't it? No, nah, because you could get things that used to join together. Oh, ah, yeah, the nostalgia of that. Thank mm. you for reminiscing on that. That's what I'm here for. And so when you'd win one, this guy'd give you another two. He obviously didn't understand the assignment, as that TikTok says. And so we ended up having about ten each. Saw tummies. Yeah, I get to that. Rainbow popsicles and a throw up. Spoiled your dinner. Throw up brown. Because you know when you mix all colours together, it just makes brown? Yes. It does. That's the answer you're looking for. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's about it. That's my wee ditty about that. Yourself? They don't do that sort of shit anymore. They're probably not allowed to. No. It's like schools don't have lollies anymore. Or... What about, the, what about the guys in their vans outside? Oh, they've got plenty. Oh, they've got puppies. Yeah. And all sorts Flowers, of kissing booths. <laughs> all sorts. My cousin, uh, little cousin... Told me he's just started high school. Is that, that a rapper? Little cousin? Yeah. I don't know. He could be. Oh, no, he's more art. he's more artistic. He's more into sport. I don't think he's a rapper yet. Yeah, but it could be a rap name. Little cousin? Yeah. yeah uh, maybe. Anyway. I'm sure someone's someone's adopted the title. Yeah. Some esche. Um He said that the entire school is water only. So if you literally came to You're the hungry. if you literally came to the school mm. with anything other than water, the school's got the right to confiscate it off you. Not not only to per like the school's not selling it. If you rocked up in year thirteen with like a can of coke, they'll take it off you. Really, I don't mind that to be honest. Mm. But <laughs> what about if you had like gin in your drink bottle? That would be good in the staff room. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Intense. I don't think they should be able to take it off you when you're in your older years of school. When you're over, when you can 16, drive to school. When you're over six, yeah, it's a bit of a control thing, and it's like. The thing, the thing about year 13 and I guess year 12 as well, it's like they're completely holding the hand of the child or the kid or the student or whatever you want to call them. The young person, I think, is the mm-hmm. preferred term nowadays. And it's like, right, 
got to ask when you want to take a piss. You can't bring, you can only bring water. You have to wear this every day. You have to do this, 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 this. And then as soon as it gets to the end of the year today, it's like, sweet, what do you want to drop 30k on for a student loan to study and then work as for the rest of your life? It's like, um... Where you'll never have to ask to go to the toilet and you can drink whatever you want. Can I go to the toilet now? And also, if you control what someone does so much and then as soon as they get freed and they're just going to go nuts, it's like the classic, like... 17, 18 year old super sheltered person who then moves down to Dunners and just starts, all hell breaks loose starts growing their own tobacco and bloody just wearing them... pig skins round what? I saw one time someone <laughs> running down Castle Street they'd just killed a pig mm. Um, some of the flat had been hunting and they'd killed a boar and it was gutted with just the skin and the head on their um, clothesline and someone put it on that's kind of cool and was running down the Covered street blood? it was sort of had like remains yeah it was a bit leathery by that stage. Ugh. Probably had a bit of southern gold splashed on it. Nice. Full cream. Who knows what else. Ugh. Yeah, so what are we talking about? Yeah, water and school. So what do the canteens sell nowadays? Oh, they'd be so The menus would be grim. It'd be like we get the pork advice. <laughs> kind words. Forward planning. Re-aff- Forward planners. Positive affirmations. Um, I remember. And water. Did you used to have bulldogs? Isn't that where you... No, not that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, It's a sweet treat. Like a drink? No, like a savoury. Like a savoury... It's like a big um, pastry thing covered in icing sugar. Yeah. It's the size of like a plate. Cream. (laughs) So it's like... You sort of see how they've gone away from that because we're 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 not from a teaching background, are we? No, 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 no. Probably. Some people might think we are. Probably thankful. uh, There's a lot of... uh, Educating the masses. Yeah, parents out there are thinking, thank Christ, our ch- you're nowhere near our children. I th- We're the yeah. guys in the kissing well, booth. Well, they, <laughs> they went a bit too far, because we had, like, pork riblet rolls. That's all right. Yeah. That doesn't give yeah. you a sugar high, though, does it? No. Lots of sugar in the sauce. <laughs> but the arteries. Like, super fatty. And then just, like, licorice sticks. Oh, wicked. Um, cookie times were always a big thing. I They well, must still sell cookie times. I don't think they would, It's a eh? staple of the canteen. What about the The old, canteens even exist anymore. What about the old rumour that one cookie time... No, one Subway cookie contains the amount of sugar of a whole packet of Tim Tams. Never heard that. I think it's a load of shit. What, Probably it takes, bread. takes three kilometres to run off one peanut. <laughs> That's true. If it's salted. Uh, do they still have canteens? They probably, I reckon they would have like fresh fruit and vegetable gardens. Where Smoothies. Can, where you can help yourself to like... Cherry tomatoes for lunch. Silver beet and rhubarb. And, Kale. Mm, and when you're done, you just move out onto the field and start grazing. Yeah. I mean, you can't, because kids are always just going to bugger off and buy shit from the dairies anyway. You can't control own, it. Yeah, can't control it. Can't control the youth. Speaking of the pandemics, sugar. Yeah. Yeah, biggest one yet. Sugar tax. I remember the old Arangi Road dairy used to sell the $1 pies. You know the ones? I do. I'm yellow very familiar. Pa- yellow pastry and then just like liquid beef stock just poured into it. But good. Beautiful. In terms of value for money, you're paying 13 bucks for a Fairly pie or a dollar for that. They're both pies. Essentially. $13 at Fairly Bakehouse? No. no, not at the Fairly Bakehouse when they import them into Christchurch. Import? Like two hours down <laughs> south? <laughs> Still an import. Um, but the, apparently those dollar pies used to be made in the woman's prison. Really? Yep, yep, yeah. Is that why I got a razor blade in one? Yeah, exactly. Or, or a file? Again, that seems like a very tall tale. Why yeah. would they... How much is the cost to make them if they're selling them? For, I, I assume they are probably made out the back of the dairy in the oven. 
No. Wouldn't they? No, they made the woman's prison because apparently sometimes they put their pubes in it. Mm. So the person who told me that said. Who, the inmate? No, my brother. Yeah, very, very reliable source. When he was in, what, he would have been 17, and I would have been 14, I was just like... As you guys were both eating them? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't eating one, but then after he told me, let's just say, the pocket money didn't last very long that week. (laughs) How long do you leave your clothes on the washing line for? Are you an overnight guy? Weeks. Weeks? Weeks. Mate, it's just got to be, until they're dry. I've lived them out for the whole winter. A mate of mine, Duncan, messaged mm. me from Blenheim yesterday. Okay. And he said that he'd hung his clothes on the line in the morning when it was quite warm in Blenheim on oh, Monday. Australian morning. Um, And there was no... What? Australian morning? That's what I used to say when I was younger, when it was a warm morning. I said it's a morning like Australia. When you were eating an Aurangi pube pie. <laughs> Every morning for breakfast, mate. Um, And he said he was there was no wind, though, so the, the clo- you know, it was a it was a warm, sunny morning, but it mm. wasn't clothes-drying weather. Um, and so he got home and... How was uh, his day? Yeah, nice. Yeah, really, yeah. really positive, I think, on Good. the vineyards. Good. And the... um been beautiful for the sun out. And, the clo- and he got home that afternoon and... They were still a little bit damp, so he was like, I'll give them another hour, and it just started to piss down. No, no. Absolutely started to piss down. Well, the, the uh, here's a trap for young players, fresh washers, is if you leave them past five o'clock, they get so cold you can't tell if they're wet or cold. Correct. And I actually had a, here's a funny story about a washing machine that I'll tell you about this morning, is I was washing my backpack, hence why I'm using this little hippie sack today. Uh, it's just because it's a blinky bill bag. Yeah, it's, my backpack was just grubby. It's you know, all sorts of just rotten food and stuff in the bottom. So definitely just sh- chuck it all in. Back to being a student. Take the laptop out. And everything's in there. Make it into a compost just sort of wash. Kilograms of dollar pie wrappers, and I was like, right, I'm not going to put it on spin because I don't want to damage the bag. And you actually take the spin cycle for granted quite a bit. Oh yeah, because it came out and it was just like sopping full of water. Yep. Full of water. Especially like a bag that's going to like lap the puddles up. Yeah, mate. It's, so, it's like a sponge, eh? So as of 8 o'clock last night, Duncan's clothes were still on the line. Mm. And, Do you have an update? And a bit of a tornado. The funniest thing is a bit of a heavy wind tornado hit Blenheim last night. Oh, so we had to go and pick up the damp three-day-old clothes on the line in the muddy horse paddock. Oh, man. So good but, on you, Dunk. But you don't want... Yeah, sort that out, mate. But you don't want to bring them in then hang them back out. That's the thing. No. What I opt- so you need the clothes rack that's under the I, heat pump. That's what I opt for in winter is just the clothes horse with soaking wet clothes in the bedroom. Yeah, great for just, the condensation on the windows. Just leave it in there just for two to three weeks. Good on the lungs. It's quite. I always find it funny when you go out and one of your t-shirts is just fro- like rigor mortis frozen solid. Yeah, I find that a lot with my socks. Yeah. Before they same. sort of before they sort of go in the, in the basket. Before they go in, the, maybe they're just preempting the cold. Um, the winter woolies. The what? The winter woolies. Did you ever buy a possum skin woolly warmer? No. They used to sell them, eh? I remember my they dad. Still. My dad got given a wool one from the rugby club. That'd be itchy. And um, we used to, when my parents would go out, we used to go into like their drawers and like pull out this like um, woolly warmer and oh. think. And it was obviously like a gag present, but we were like, was it though? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. That's what parents well, say. They say to oh, be, it's a joke present. To be honest, it wouldn't be that. Get it back on, honey. <laughs> it wouldn't be that. Like, it was just ridiculous. And we used to just like wave it around a bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't. Possum skin. <laughs> Is that like an Ugg boot for the penis? Well, it's just the same as the wool, woolly warmer. 
Um, Who needs a willy warmer who's not wearing pants? People with cold willies, mate. I imagine but, if you're going on a big hike and you get cold willy. Or maybe but you, go, you wear undies. Yeah, which, but you know, undies are just thin material. Has there ever been a part of you that's been like, oh, I'm really warm, but my willy's cold? Yes. When you go swimming in the sea. But, but your you, whole body's cold. But your willy's still part of your body, so it's still cold. So would the willy warmer go well in the water? The possum skin willy warmer is the rudder. Not the woolen willy warmer in the water. Mm. I reckon, well, I think that's when you need to start getting the lard out. What's the lard? If you get really cold when you're ocean swimming, you cover yourself in fat. Oh, yeah, and, and so you ladle it into the wetsuit. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you use it when it's like 100 degrees, liquefied. I think you Straight like out just, of the fryer? You get like, obviously like dripping like animal dripping and you just like rub it all over your face and stuff it's terrible for your paws like a dripping dog dag yeah and just squeeze it like squeeze max warts into your wetsuit oh exactly that's why we should why does it make we should have kept him alive he was like a bionic dog by the end of it why does it make you warmer lard is it just like put a coating on you it's like vaseline yeah it's just thick stuff that blocks the cold stuff touching your skin because if you want essentially it's what it does if you want to uh, swim cock straight mm. part of the requirements for being accounted is you can't have anything on your skin that doesn't sound true well it is you do it nude no having any sort of lard or anything because oh, you've got okay. to survive the water why because I guess it's like if people have done it beforehand and have done it without it it's classed as sort of the attempt if that makes sense you know there's like the rule they set the rules of you have to like have a support crew you can't stop like there's for anyone to complete a challenge you have to actually have the rules in place. It's like the coast to coast. Okay. Someone so, could effectively so like, like use a lime scooter. I looked into swimming the cook straight once. You would never make it. Yeah, Simon Barnett did it. He's pretty fit. Did he? That yeah. sounds more made up. This is another Simon Barnett smear campaign from, no, your, from okay, that your thing campground. Outside the, that thing outside the Kai Territory shops after I'd finished um, looking around a property for my skimboarding school, <laughs> that happened. But he's swum the cook straight before. That's Has a he? fact. That is a fact. And you do not have any authority to speak about swimming either because you thought once that someone swam around the entire world. Did I? Yes. When I was talking about the guy that swam around the UK, you said, is that, that impressive? Well, it's not. It is. It took him six months. Like, yeah. I see Simon Barnett do that. Okay. Leave Simon out of it. Do you know the first person to swim the English Channel? I don't care. But go on. <laughs> Was an army sergeant. You always that, have to bring it back to Britain. That, <laughs> the greatest country on earth. The greatest kingdom. Queen to me then. Happy birthday, by the way, Liz. Is um, He was an army sergeant and he did it as a bet. And he, do you know what stroke he chose? Breast. Dog paddle. Is that even a stroke? He did the dog paddle because he said that getting your hair wet was ungentlemanly. What a guy. Was he swimming to Buckingham Palace? He's still swimming. Yeah. He swam for ages. See, I don't reckon you'd be able to do doggy paddle across Cook Strait. I don't reckon I could either. No, but you'd have to have a specific stroke. Yep. Like freestyle. Because I've seen people do it. I've seen people do it and they have like... stopping from doing it though? But if it wants to be counted as a... Like, okay, you could do it however you want. Oh, so it's like an official one. Uh, to be like, there must be some sort of records kept or something because I've seen people do it with, and they had like a support boat with them and there was only like certain times you could actually stop and like have water and you know, like all types of things. have a shark net under them? I don't know. They should. Um, I've got a funny thought. Why when you go higher up a mountain does it get colder when you're actually getting closer to the sun? Altitude? What does that mean? Less oxygen? 
Yeah, but like if you climb up Mount Everest, let's say, it's really cold up there, but you're getting closer to the sun, so it should be warmer. But not significantly closer. Quite a bit. It's all comparative. How high up's Everest and like how many Ks high? I think it was like 10,000 basketball hoops off the top of my head. So they're 12 feet. No, I don't know how high. What, like 20K? Yeah. So if you think of how... (laughs) That might not be correct. (laughs) Hey, I'll run with it. it We'll look it up and it's like one. Yeah. It might be 20K high. The Burj Khalifa is one, isn't it? That's three. 3K? Yeah. That's fucked. It's 20 20 US dollars to go into the foyer. It's a rip-off. It's a money-making scheme. Okay, well, you're in Dubai, mate. Don't come to Dubai unless you got the dollars. Okay. Keep your willy warmer at home and go up the Sky Tower. (laughs) Um... It would be, ins- like, even 20K as, like, That's in how- terms of height is enormous. Yes. But if you think how far 20K is, you know, like, if you're over by the ship ponds in Bromley. Yep. And you go 20K this way. Yep. You can still smell it. You can, but it's not that much different. Exactly. The same way it's that if you go 20K. Ta- if you, no, but if you go 20K into the air, it's not like, as you're getting hotter, oh, my God, I'm the- and comparative to how far away the sun actually is, 20K up a hill. Or a hill that's downplaying it. Sorry, Sir Edmund. Twenty k up a mountain doesn't actually, in the scheme of things, get you that much closer to it. Apparently, if you're over seven foot, you're not allowed to climb Everest. Is that right? Who's like, telling you that, Simon Barnett? You might burn your eyebrows off. Adam Perori's climbed Mount Everest. Is that ex cricketer? Okay. Oh, sorry. Is he we... actually? Yeah. Yeah, but is it that is that is it that impressive nowadays? No. Well, yes. Well, it is, but it's more like a money thing. It's becoming less impressive by the day. You got to have the money to do it. Well, yes. I guess it's like hundred k. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But see, there still has to be some element of it. I'd rather go to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Okay. It's the deepest part of the ocean. Is that possible to go there? It's pretty deep. James Cameron's been there. No, no he hasn't. His bot thing went there. No, he went to the deepest part. The Mariana Trench is the deepest part that you can go into. And then there's, I think, or it's the other way around. There's a part that's the <laughs> deepest part humans can go to, and James Cameron went down there. And then there's the bit that no one's been to. That and just James Cameron went down there too. But no one's dived. been there. He free dived. Someone said the he other day that... Lard. Is it going to be a time that you can... How far down can you scuba dive? 12,000 feet? No. Um, metres? 100 metres? Well, it depends if you're scuba diving or if you're saturation diving. Saturation diving, you can go down like a couple of K. So could you go down to the Titanic? But how deep is that? 12,000 metres. 1.2 K? Yeah. Yeah. Saturation divers could. What's saturation? Is that being really fat? Yeah. Or on the pig lard? (laughs) Saturation is when you spend time in that compression chamber for like two weeks and then they attach your umbilical, which is like this big tube which feeds warm water into your massive apparatus. Like they've got these massive suits on. Seems very like silly. Yeah, well, that's to fix like oil Oil rigs and shit, not to go down and look for the bloody shoes because they're leather and they can't and the fish eat the bodies and the leather doesn't get eaten on the Titanic and I fucking wore the captain's hat yeah it's you I know this week. I know it's my impression so it's I guess they could go down depends where you are and with actual scuba diving um, with like a legitimate place you can go down to 40 metres I think or 50 if you've got your advanced licence but then there's some cowboys because you can just go you can get a scuba kit and you can go down to 10k, but you die, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah, believe it or not. Because your head some, would explode, eh? It, it gets like a real, um, like, puffy chest out, macho, I can go deeper than you sort of thing with like hard out divers if they're like obviously knobs. Is that the guy from the Steinlager Pure ad? Maybe. 
What's that? He used to be that they free diver. Steiny. Oh yeah, yeah. So that well, he's an actual. He's a. He doesn't use a tank. But these guys who would go down like a hundred meters and they'll just never be seen again. That's cool. Because they die, or maybe they find Atlantis. But with those guys that free dive, they that guy who did that style like a pure ad, he was going for another world record or a world record in a certain place, and he went down and then he came up, but he didn't say his sentence properly. So, so when you come up, you've got to say a certain... Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of alliteration and sibilance in this podcast today. You've got to say a certain sentence, right? And I'm so happy I went to speech therapy when I was seven or I wouldn't be able to say that sentence. Or your time at Toastmasters where you didn't get to tell your oh, story. don't talk about Toastmasters. Okay. Another... Those things are so... And I apologise to anyone who's with Toastmasters here. Sam's still a little bit hurt because he would thought he'd never have the confidence to do this podcast. No. Went to Toastmasters, had a great story about his travelling, like we've all heard on this podcast, and they didn't let him speak. They did let me speak, but I just had to introduce myself. All those things are <laughs> is people going up and introducing the next person. It's all it is. Someone will go up at the front and be like, uh, well, okay, you don't need to do your impression of me again. No, I'm not doing all my impressions sound the same. Welcome everyone, and today we're going to have this person who's going to stand up and talk about what the minutes are going to be, and then they're going to introduce this person, and then this person. And you had a big story to and tell. I, I thought people would just go up and spin yarn. It's not a TED talk. It well, is not a TED talk. Maybe I should do a TED talk. Maybe you should. What on? Podcasting. <laughs> Free diving because you, you gave us such an accurate arm. Um, no, nah, it'd be good to do a TED talk on something that you've got like a little bit of casual knowledge about. And you open the floor up to yeah. like an auditorium at Harvard. We could do yeah, just doing it in front of like scientists and stuff. You're just going up and you're just talking about, I don't even know, volcanoes. Everest being closer to the sun so it gets hotter. Yeah, and a trench that you don't really know the name of and you don't know who's been there, I know but the it's name very of it. deep. It's called the Mariana Trench. Mm. James Cameron might have been there. So, hmm. Good for him. You just remember that, mate. Another week done. Good to see you. Absolutely, mate. Take it easy.